Dionisio at the plate, he's over for 2 today. Swakowski, the big right hander, lets it go. It's right down Broadway. Dionisio lets it fly, and it's... Oh, it's raining now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Rain Delay Theater. My name is Jeremy Dionisio. And I'm Jack Swakowski. Uh, it's uh, Friday, uh, September 27th, 2019, uh, and this is episode number 59 of Rain Delay Theater. Um, Jack, for uh, episode 59, let's talk about the 1959 White Sox. Yeah, well, uh, Nellie Fox was the highest war player on their team. I believe he had a 306 average, but the, the real special part about the uh, uh, 1959 White Sox is that they made it to the World Series. Yeah, that's right. They did lose to the um, uh, uh, Dodgers. To the Dodgers. I guess that was the go-go White Sox team. Okay. You know, how, we many, have a, yeah. how many go-go White Sox players can you name? <laughs> <laughs> I have a... Uh, well, we can at least name one now. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, I have a go-go White Sox t-shirt. I don't think you were there with me that night, were you? Um, I think that's the one that I got. Okay, that's I, the one that you got. Okay, yeah. yeah. It's like the cream-colored white shirt. Oh, no, okay, that's a different one. But okay. we, yeah, we did get one like several years ago before... The, that predated the podcast sure was also like i think that era design mm-hmm. i think i think so mm-hmm. but yeah now i know which one you're talking so, about That's so cool those one. were the go-go white socks yeah okay their logo looks weird it's kind of ugly and unbecoming it, it, well, it looks like the angels yeah and it, it looks like a little bit of the detroit red wings too yeah, like yeah, in yeah. There with that like wing yeah it's um, a sock with a uh, with a f- wing on it for some reason. I don't, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't really get that. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, but yeah. So they they did lose to the um, the uh, Dodgers in the in the World Series. Um, they did. So Andy Koufax was on that Dodgers team. Don Zimmer was on that Dodgers team. Oh yeah, as was well. oh Koufax. Was, yeah, yeah, Koufax was on it. He didn't. Ha- he did not have a good year in '59. That might have been right before he broke out. Uh, but okay. He was. He was on that team. Don Drysdale was too. Yes, he was. Uh, but I, you know, so on Baseball Reference, they kind of give you like the like. It, you know the the like starting lineup basically of the team. So I, I looked it up, and um, Sherm Lawler, the catcher, led the team with 22 homers, and then uh, L. Smith, who I don't actually know, uh-huh. hit 17. But if you added up the starting uh, eight of the of the um, White Sox for that team, they hit a combined 66 home runs, I think. Yeah. And Pete Alonso tonight just hit his 52nd. To yeah, the yeah, I think the Twins record. probably hit the, that many in a week at yeah. some point during this season. Yeah, exactly. So uh, just to show you how times have changed a little bit, I guess. Right, uh, and, and why it's so hard to compare players uh, between eras. Yeah, or, for sure. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, 1959 White Sox, this episode is uh, dedicated to you. Uh, Jeremy and I did attend, we tried to attend a game tonight, uh, White Sox <laughs> versus Tigers, but it got washed out. Well, we were there, we saw baseball, things happened, but apparently we none of it, we it, we didn't see it, it didn't actually yeah, count. No, none, none of it happened. Uh, yeah. We saw three and a half innings of play, uh, and, you know, uh, the, the top of the, they have to play through the top of the fifth. Uh, for it to be so four and a half innings have to be played for a game to be official yeah um regardless of who's winning uh and they were not able to get that in tonight uh it started raining we sat through about an hour and a half rain delay uh and then they just called the game so both the white Sox and the tigers now will be scheduled for 161 games this game was a complete wash they're not going to make it up at all yeah for sure so we'll 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 talk about some stuff that happened uh that we saw happen but 
Even I guess the stuff in the stands officially didn't happen either. <laughs> right, right. You and know. Jeremy, we have to go 45 minutes on this podcast for it to be an official podcast. Exactly, yes. Otherwise, it, yeah, didn't Doesn't count. count. Um, well, Jeremy, uh, you just, though, yesterday, in fact, uh, you just got back from Portugal. Yeah, I did. On I got, honeymoon. I got back from my honeymoon, which we talked about in previous yeah. Uh, episodes. Uh, yeah, it was awesome. Uh-huh. Um, uh, we, 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 we stayed for in Lisbon. Uh, then we went down to the Algarve region, which is like uh, this like beachy area, and we stayed there for a couple of days and went up to Porto. Porto is like kind of becoming like this like tourist thing, and it's like um, it's amazing city. Uh, yeah, I, you know, definitely would recommend going to Porto if it's within your means. Um, it's it's pretty awesome, and and it is true they say like once you get there, your money goes far. Like the stuff, the food doesn't cost very much. Like the stuff there doesn't cost very much. It's just expensive to get there but um i didn't see any base no baseball stadiums there yeah no no baseball stadiums although jeremy it's, it's quite remarkable uh, while you were in portugal that the entire 10 day span you were there the cubs did not win a single game the cubs they, they lost nine in a row yeah the cubs didn't win um uh one guy who did win we should mention this real quick before yep. we get into that uh before i went uh on on, on the trip um, I did go to Riot Fest, which is like a, a punk, like a rock uh, metal fest in Chicago. Um, and uh, I saw a familiar face uh, who will, will be uh, familiar to, to the ears of the Rain Delay Theater listeners. Um, I mean, I guess are we calling him what we're calling yeah, him? Yeah, we're calling him Trump 2020 Kid. The Trump 2020 Kid as featured in the um, Mark Bubblebath uh, Tigers. Yeah, it was uh, Tigers. White the Sox last, t- last Tigers White Sox episode we did earlier this summer. Yeah, uh, I could. Trump twenty twenty kid was uh, who we ran into uh, on the train on the platform. Yeah, yeah and yeah. yeah, if you if you recall, um, he was just um, pretty much just spouting like he was just saying the craziest, like the most like incendiary things he could say. Like he's like, yeah, I'm voting for Trump twenty twenty, and and like. He was like hitting on girls, and he was like crazy drunk. Yeah, or whatever. and there were like Tigers fans who were probably like from the suburbs of Detroit who were like, "Oh, like I'm never going back to Chicago again." After yeah, this. right. Although I will say that like I, I I suppose people from the Detroit area are familiar with this like some sort of like you know craziness. So maybe maybe they maybe they I don't know maybe they all left Detroit before they got to see anything crazy, <laughs> but. I don't know. I would hope maybe that they would be used to someone being kind of crazy in, in public or whatever. But that was episode number 48. Okay. Um, well, Jeremy, I uh, I had actually run... I mentioned, I texted you I, I that I had run into that guy a couple weeks even before you did. Yeah, you remember, exactly. I ran into him at the Sedgwick-Brown line. And it, it's he was... Like, I was at the other end of the Sedgwick-Brown line going north. And he was on the other side of the platform headed south to the loop. Um, and he was yelling at these girls who were on my side... Offering them free tickets to uh, Lala, which was going on at the time, Lala Palooza. Uh, interesting. Um, so I wonder if so. You said he was working at Riot Fest for yours. I wonder if he was working at Lala. Um, so if this kid just works at music festivals during the summer. Yeah, yeah, that must be his part-time <laughs> gig when he's not drunk on a train. Um, but yes, well, the first day, the fr- I saw him twice at Riot Fest. Yeah. Uh, the first time was, um, yeah, he was like working the gate. I mean, like there's, you know, there's like. 15 20 like gates to walk through like like aisles basically and like he was working one of them and he's like you know up to your pockets up to your pockets whatever like um and i was like i'm like i can't believe it that's a guy and like i pointed him out to my wife um because she she is familiar with him from the podcast um and then a couple days later at, at like maybe the next day i guess at riot fest i was 
it was two days later. I was like watching a band and there were, there were people like crowd surfing. And um, I saw this kid and I'm like, and he was holding a sign and he was being crowd surfed, like holding this sign. And I'm like, it would be really funny if that was the Trump 2020 kid. And I yeah. looked and it was him. Oh, God. So he was being crowd surfed. And he was holding a sign and the sign, it was like a black sign in like gold marker uh, or gold paint. And it said like something like touches uh, for one dollar. Like he, it was basically saying like for a dollar you could touch him or yeah. he could touch you or something, yeah. and like I think I saw that sign and I'm like I you know and then like I saw someone who looked like the kid and I looked closer and like yep that's Trump 2020 kid yeah so um so yeah it's uh it's funny to see these we've never had a uh, and he wasn't even in a ballpark oddity but like you know this is the first like repeat of like a odd character we encountered yeah this is becoming like the simpsons where there's just characters that we like you know ancillary characters that we run into around town yeah um, the longer we do this podcast yeah exactly. uh, so it's just scary to think about right um jeremy I, I mentioned that the cubs didn't win a single game while you were gone they no. lost they lost nine in a row um i was going to say that you know you've never been out of the country during baseball season before yeah. Uh, so, uh, Jeremy, I, I think uh, as a Brewers fan, I got to say, like, you know, you mentioned, hey, you know, maybe you want to backpack through Europe. Maybe maybe do it next summer. Just take a month <laughs> or two during the summer, backpack through Europe, and, yeah, exactly. uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll roll the dice. Yeah, well, I was going to, you know, on one hand, it's like, it's nice that they, you know, that I didn't miss, they made sure I didn't miss a win. Right. It just happens that it completely shit-canned their whole season, and yeah. now everything's over. And, like, it did. It's a fucking disaster and a bad joke but uh but yeah so the cubs are out of the playoffs and uh yeah you you just leave i was like tuning in like i was like i would like keep my phone next to me i'd wake up if i'd woke up in the middle of the night i would grab my phone to check a score and like i watched one of the, i woke up at like three in the morning and watched the the cubs come back in one of those games against the cardinals just to see kimbrell blow it so like not only was this happening and i was like in another country but it was like in the middle of the night in the other country where <laughs> this was happening so it was like Three, four in the morning, I'm messing up my sleep for the next day, and like the Cubs are just pissing away the season. Yeah, so. was this a nightmare? Was it? Am I actually <laughs> watching this? Yeah, I don't, exactly. Hard to tell the difference. Yeah, um, exactly. You know, there there was a story where you were gone, Jeremy. Too Madden uh, had some quote where he's like, "Well, I, I, you know, I really do wish the players would like socialize more outside of like, uh, you know, outside of the locker room." Um, I don't know if you read this article. It was, uh, yeah, it, he was like, "I wish they would hang out more in the hotel, like on the road and stuff." And then like mm-hmm. the article mentioned that like John Lackey and. And uh, uh, I think Lester, or not, maybe not Lester, but Lackey, David Ross, and Miguel Montero would always like go out and have beers, uh, which <laughs> which isn't a huge surprise. Yeah, um, right. So I think Madden was kind of implying that he he wanted uh, more of that to go on during the team. Uh, Interesting. Like he wanted the team to do more of that, and then like they then then they went into how like Chris Bryant. Like they interviewed Brian and he's like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm you know I'm a square and I'm proud of it. I just I just play baseball. That's all I do. And then they were they were talking about like Chris Bryant was wearing a Moana T-shirt, and so they asked they asked him about it, and he said that Nick Castellanos gave it to him as a gift because like to like bond, um, which is kind of, I mean look, it's weird, right? That's like one man in his mid to late twenties giving another man in his mid to late twenties a Moana t-shirt as a gift. Like, uh-huh. hey man, like I, I heard, because Chris Bryant said he really liked Disney movies and I guess Moana specifically. So like, what if I just went up to you, Jeremy, and I was like, hey Jeremy, like I, I heard you really like the movie Moana. Um, so I got you this, I mean, I got you this t-shirt. And yeah, right. Go. 
It's, I mean, like, this is what, you know, back in the, you know, we're talking about comparing baseball over eras. And, you know, back in, like, the 80s, like, Dennis Eckersley, it was, like, literally too hard for him to play in Chicago because there were so many great watering holes that he just had to go out and party every night. Yeah, for sure. And now you've got, now you got guys who, like, stay home and watch Disney movies. (laughs) Like, that, that's what, that's what this is coming to. Um, I, I think if, like, if someone on the 59 White Sox tried to give another one, like, a, you know, a Fantasia. <laughs> a Snow White t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, t-shirt. Like, they'd get, like, stabbed with a shaving razor <laughs> or something. Like, they'd just take a straight razor and, like, are you trying to give this to me? And, like, like you know, <laughs> Nellie Fox would slit, like, Sherman Lawler's throat or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't fly these days. Uh, I Or back then, I don't, um, I mean, I, that's fine if he likes Disney movies. I, I uh... I mean, I'm fine with that, you know, expanding the, the horizons. Disney itself, though, I can't even get behind. No. So I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I guess just the, you know, the point is, like, uh, maybe, maybe the chemistry in this Cubs clubhouse, maybe the ship has sailed on it. I think that Madden is, uh, Madden is gone. Jeremy, I was going to ask you, I meant to ask you this while we were on the train going home, but do you think Tommy Hadovy is going to be out the door uh, with Madden? Oh, God, yes. Yeah, I, I, I mean, remember... Yeah, yeah, at the beginning of the year, you said that he was, I think, quote, a fucking clown. Uh-huh. Uh, so I don't know if your opinion changed throughout the, the year. I mean, may- maybe he's like, he's like shown himself to be uh, somewhat competent, but like, uh-huh. uh, no, it's not like a Larry Rothschild situation where they like retained, or Don Cooper, where it's like, we must retain the pitching coach no matter who the, right. you know, whatever manager we bring in is going to have to be okay with Tommy Hadovy as their, as their pitching coach, or right. else it's a non starter. Yeah. Uh, no, I think Tommy Hadovy can be kicked out the door right behind Madden uh-huh. um, and Anthony Iaposi and whatever all these like these fringe coaches that like yeah less well Lester Strode maybe he'll be the cockroach that survives I can uh, see yeah he's he survived several regimes yeah so yeah I mean maybe they would try to keep Brian Butterfield too I don't know they but, say that uh, he's a good a good coach yeah yeah so who knows but well, uh, well the Brewers got hot well uh well you were gone too they won they've won 18 out of 20 games I think since Christian Yelich went down we uh, we spoke the words the Brewers are done right I think I think maybe I said those words yeah, uh, yeah, it's what Cato Kalin calls reverse psychology. <laughs> um, I, I had a little hashtag Brewers rant uh, yeah, a couple, yeah, yeah. Oh, right yes, after Yelich right. got hurt. Yeah, um, and then you know, uh, it, the, an, uh, an unprecedented thing happened. Uh, they they won. They got hot without Yelich, uh, yeah. which is which is crazy. And and you know, I, you got to wonder, would they have gone on this run? Without, without, like, with him on the team, yeah, it almost seems like they wouldn't have. It's always weird when that happens when the team somehow plays better when their star goes down or yeah. whatever. And like, the former like player analysts in baseball on baseball broadcasts always say like, oh, well, it like, you know, uh, they 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 all step up and like you know have to play like, but like, it, it's just weird that like players like need that sort of like motivation to like start playing better. It's like. You know, you would think that they would play better because that's their job or something, right? But, uh, or they have the desire to win. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I don't know. It's weird. But uh, well, you know, depending on what happens in this Cubs uh, Cardinal series, the Brewers could even win the division if the Cubs can manage to win a game. Yeah, pretty crazy. Uh, yeah, one one final thing about those two teams. Joe Madden uh, gave an interview yesterday last night yeah. where he said that uh, you know they asked him, "Well, are you going to play like your good guys this you know this weekend in this series?" And like he you know he laughed. 
and he said, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to put an appropriate set of guys out there, I think, were, was, were his words. And he said, uh, you know, Brewers fans are going to bitch about that, but there's certain things I give a shit about, and that's not one of them. Yeah. Um, he did put a good lineup out there, to, or, you know, as good of a lineup as could be without Baez, Rizzo, and Bryant. But he, yeah. did, I will say he didn't put Castellanos in, and he, he started Tony Kemp instead. Yeah. So that may have been just to annoy somebody a little bit unless yeah i mean i assume like he'll be off like he'll play saturday and sunday right and hayward's out of the lineup today too i believe um but like again this seemed like a non-story but it's like but madden was the only one who like brought like he like preemptively brought like like uh addressed brewers like nation outrage or something but it's like brewers nation never had a chance to like say anything (laughs) no they didn't and it's like yeah like anyone who is mad that that Madden didn't play Rizzo or Baez is is insane because like they're there's they're injured they're not a hundred percent so that it makes no sense so I I don't even the story seems weird it's like I don't know it, maybe it's something to maybe he said it to like deflect like the stories of him getting fired which actually could be genius so <laughs> right. I, I don't know uh-huh. whatever but uh, but yeah I don't get it so. Yeah, what else? Uh, what else? Well, there was on there was baseball? one other thing, Jeremy, that happened. I think probably while you were in transit, definitely while you were in transit, because you, you told me you got back at about seven p.m. last night to the states. Yeah, um, uh, I think it was an afternoon game yesterday. Mike Miner um, uh, recorded his two hundredth strikeout uh, of the season, but not without m- lots of controversy. Yeah. Um, basically, the uh, the Rangers um, dropped a pop up on purpose to extend. The in at bat to yeah. help him get the 200th strikeout. I would I would just tell listeners to, to check to read the Deadspin article because they really chronicle the whole yeah. thing, like the the timeline of it all, pretty good. And we can it's link, like, yeah, we can link it on there. Yeah, they kept they kept Miner in longer than he should have to get 200 strikeouts because he like arbitrarily said like, oh man, I'd like to win 200, I'd like to get 200 strikeouts. Like, what about winning the World Series? You dope. Yeah, like oh, that's great. You got 200 strikeouts. How many does Garrett Cole have? 316, I think. <laughs> I mean, so who cares about 200? <laughs> it's great for him, but it's like, it's like, yeah, all right, I got, I got, I got 10 homers. That's awesome. Well, you know, Pete Alonso has 52, so right. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Like, okay, uh-huh. cool. Um, but yeah, and so like, and then the Red Sox were like swinging at first pitches just so he wouldn't get uh, 200 strikeouts. The whole thing was a friggin' mess. Um, I mean, yeah, I was telling you, Jack, like. I kind of come down on the side of the Red Sox on this one. Yeah. It's like if they're making a mockery by keeping Mike Miner in there so he could get 200 strikeouts, like, all right, well, we'll mess with your plan and, and start swinging at, like, first pitches. And so you we'll, we'll get outs, but we won't even, like, we won't let you get the chance to strike us out. Right. Um, and the game didn't matter for either team. I mean, definitely not for the Red Sox, who had been, who had been eliminated. Um, yeah. And, yeah, for the Rangers, too. Um, and you know, you know, it's like, well, what, what's the, what problem do the Red Sox have with Mike Miner? But maybe, <laughs> maybe it was just that they thought they were making a mockery out of the game. Uh, and then the fact that the umpire bailed Mike Miner out, and you know, it's, it's, it has yet to be determined, or no one can decide whether it was a bad call or he just, the umpire just seen enough. C. B. Buckner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 
So yeah, the entire thing was a mess, but I guess Mike Miner got his 200th strikeout. Yeah, he's um, happy about that. He was so he like had like a huge smile on his face. But yeah. like, doesn't he feel bad about like the? Or, I mean, do, isn't that tarnished at least somewhat? Yeah, I like, mean, a guy dropped a pop up on purpose in a game they were only winning by two runs. Like that, you know, that pop up that got dropped. That guy could have singled, and then a guy could have hit a home run, and then the game would have been tied. Yeah. Just because he was trying to get his 200 strikeout. Well, did, so did you see that like um, one of the like a Red Sox beat reporter or something tweeted about it? Yeah, and then Mike Miner replied right to the. Yeah, he the, said, "Ask me if I care, Pete." Yeah, like what an idiot! Like, yeah, this guy is nuts. Yeah, <laughs> Two, like who gives a shit about your 200 strikeouts? Yeah. Um, anyway, so one last thing for from around baseball. This isn't even a big thing, Jeremy. I don't have a lot to say about it. But Andy Green got fired. Yeah, I I suppose. I mean, did they expect to do to be better than they are because just because they signed Manny Machado? Yeah, that that was really the only. I mean, I guess they say they've got you know maybe some good young pitchers. Um, Fernando Tatis Jr. is up. Uh, uh, they've got that one. Pro- do they have that? Uh, uh, what, what's his face? Paddock. Um, yeah, Paddock. Paddock. Yep, yeah. Yep. Well, I mean, they're they're gonna be good. They're, yeah, they're gonna be. I mean, I just don't get it. It's like it's like if they would have fired. If it's like, I mean, it's not the same thing. But like, if they if the Cubs like. If Madden didn't make the playoffs in 2015, would they have fired him or something? <laughs> like, like what? Like what the hell? Like, like. It doesn't make any. It sounds like it seems like fans fired him, or, or they just wanted him gone. I think they yeah. must not have liked him. He seemed kind of like a an ass a little bit. Mm-hmm. I remember like when the the Cubs and the uh, uh, Padres got into some sort of like beanball thing, and like Andy Green was like talking up, uh, like he was like. You know, talking big at the Cubs or something. And like, then there was a slide thing, too. Didn't Rizzo well, slide maybe, into their catcher? Maybe that was it or something, yeah. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, but yeah, so he's maybe he's just an unlikable guy. But it's like, no, this was not... There was... There was never any expectation for them to win this year. I mean, like, maybe they should have done better with Machado, but, like, the, the future's coming for them. Like, Tatis was hurt most of the year. Like... He would have. He had. He was great when he was healthy, but he was he was injured a lot. And like, yeah, they have and Paddock. I think um, they were restricting his uh, innings. Mm-hmm. Um, they have. So they have a lot of more guys coming up. Their bullpen is sick. Like they have a lot of good arms in the bullpen. Uh, but the future is coming for the Padres, so I don't know why they're they're being held to some sort of standard this year. It yeah. makes no sense, and especially to make him Andy Green suffer the indignity of firing him like a week before the season. Yeah, ended. yeah, yeah. That's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, maybe he's just a complete tool. I it could don't know. be. Yeah, it could be. Anyway, uh, so we we did go to a game tonight. Folks. Yeah, let's talk about it. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it was a depressing sight, Jeremy. As we were walking into the stadium, we were Oof. literally like the only two people we saw going in there. Um, yeah. For those of you who do not live in Chicago. It was raining all day today. Yeah, pretty the much. forecast like you've never seen a worse forecast. No, um, and it had, been, it had been like that all week too. Um, I had I had anticipated something of this, like this happening, um, okay. but yeah, I there were probably all told maybe fifteen hundred to two thousand people in the ballpark. Yeah, yeah. I I don't think two thousand. I would say like twelve to eight. To, 12, twelve to eighteen hundred, or maybe twelve to fifteen. I would yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were not a lot. No. Um, and uh, yeah, it was just kind of like a sad sight. Um, it was. I think like for me specifically, I mean, I think it's just it's sad like because um, baseball season is winding down, regular season at least, um, and then coupled with the the tragedy of the tw- of the twenty nineteen Cubs, uh, right. it, it was just like 
it was just it was an all around kind of like sad uh, situation. I, uh-huh. would, I would say it was. Um, and you know, we were seeing a team in the Detroit Tigers who had lost 112 games uh, yeah. and only won 46, so they and were 66 games under 500. It's a sad occurrence whenever you're at the game seeing the Tigers play, so <laughs> just by default. So, so yeah, that's part of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, production level for this was zero uh, at this yeah. game. Gene Honda uh, was using some PTO. Apparently, he was not. <laughs> He was not in uh, in attendance, so they had their B guy uh, as the public address announcer. Yeah, uh, there were no, there was no host, there no was host, no Chris, no, Chris, no Alyssa, no nope. right. Yeah, I I can only imagine that they may have brought them in for game two. Yep, because like in the day in the games where we've uh, gone, did we even mention this? It was supposed to be a straight double header. Oh yeah, it was supposed to be a straight double header. Yeah, right. so um, uh, yeah, so that was the whole like bargaining point for us to, or the whole selling point for us to go. We haven't been to a straight double header since in, we started the podcast. Yeah, but yeah. we went to several of the prior years, and yes. like. It's, I mean, it's amazing. Like, it's so hard to find a straight double header these days at, at any sporting, at any, you know, baseball market. Um, the White Sox play uh, several know. a year. Yeah, yeah, basically. So, um, so yeah, so it was something we were looking forward to, uh, especially for the podcast. And, like, yeah, the forecast did not allow for that to happen. Um, we didn't even get one game in. No. Um, but there was, I, but we saw more baseball than we thought we would based on the forecast, basically. Yeah, we did. Um, um, but yeah, but in our experience, they usually put the production level into this, the, the night game because that's a game that most people would, would go to. Mm-hmm. Um, so I assumed that they were going to bring someone in for that second game. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I, I think like, yeah, so it was just, it was just like, there were times where like, it just, there, you look around. There's no one in the stands. Uh, I think that it was a good chance for me, Jack, uh, going to the game. It was a good chance for me to see the headshots of the players and see what they looked like. <laughs> you know, I thought that was a plus for being at the game. Sure. You know, I could see like, oh, that's what Grayson Griner looks like. You know. Right. Right. Yeah. I was actually also able to find out that Grayson Griner is is a catcher. He's not like a middle infielder or a corner outfielder or something. Yeah, he sounds like he would be a, a, cor- a corner outfielder like Brennan Bosch or Brennan yeah. Besch or however you say Bosch, his name, yeah. but it's Bosch. Okay, yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah, but no, no, he's a catcher. I oh. just found that out today Yeah, because yeah. So, I was at the game. Right, yeah, and I also wasn't sure if it was pronounced Griner or Granier for some oh, yeah, reason. Oh, sure. yeah, So there, there you go, a Grayson Griner. Uh, yeah. Folks, he was, he was, he might have been, him and us were the only three people who wanted this game to continue, I think, yes. because he hit a long home run about 15 minutes before it was called. <laughs> yeah, that just does not exist anymore. No. It um, didn't happen. Carson Fulmer uh, and Jace Fry are definitely glad that the game got canceled. Yeah, that's true. Jace Fry, wow, what a reprieve for Jace, Jace Fry. All yeah. that shit that he like yeah. laid out on the field is now washed away. Yeah, complete shit outing. And Jeremy, it's funny because when the game was called, it was four to two Tigers. Like the the Tigers were going to win that game probably. (laughs) The White Sox pitching staff, no matter who they like brought out there, like the Tigers were, you know, just kind of handling them. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, It'll be interesting to follow the rest of that series. So yeah, Yeah. the game itself was a complete wash. I think another thing they should have let happen was they, they should, they should in a game like that, given like the context and everything and the time of season, they should let fans go out there and like guest umpire an inning or something <laughs> or guest like base coach an inning you know yeah like, sure. let a fan be the third base coach and, and right. send a guy on a bat on a shallow ground yeah yeah at least center. at least let the fan be the first base coach how hard yeah, can yeah. how hard can that be exactly. you know you give the guy a high five when he gets a single and then 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 what yeah hold his hold his uh you know shin guard or something <laughs> right you know? yeah um but yeah 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 right the first base coach they usually put it on their arm when they, when they hand him the shin guard right that, yeah that could be cool for a fan to do yeah 
yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. So it it just uh, the, these were the kinds of things that we were thinking about at this game because sure. it was just it was just one of those games that uh, just kind of didn't make any sense. No. Um, so one thing, Jack, uh, when we were coming into the stadium. Um, so we've talked about we were heading up to this uh, Catalyst uh, content festival in a couple weeks. Um, we got uh, up some like you know promotional postcards, um, and uh, hey, if any listeners out there want want us to send them one, uh, you know, uh, email us at raindelaypod at gmail We'll send you one or whatever. But uh, they're not really meant meant for sending, really. But mm-hmm. uh, whatever, if if anyone wants one, any listeners will will we'll happily give you one. Um, but uh, we were bringing these pod uh, these postcards to. Uh, Maybe like like leave like you know one in the stadium or whatever. As it turns out, Jack, it would have been a total waste of money because there weren't enough people in the stadium to even like st- stumble across one. No, I, I think we had more postcards than people <laughs> yeah. who were there. Yeah, totally. And so I just I just grabbed a stack of them to bring to the stadium, and like I you know they're like postcard size, so you can't really wedge them in your pocket. I should have in retrospect, because what happened was I had them clipped to my uh, mini clipboard that I'm still bringing to games. Um, and uh, we went through security, and the guy looked at the clipboard. And he looked at the stack of postcards, and he like flipped through it. And he like I could tell like he was like looking at him. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, "What? What is this? What are these guys? Are they handing out some sort of propaganda or something?" Yeah. And actually, <laughs> I, I think this could be considered anti-White Sox propaganda <laughs> um, at this point. Um, but uh, so he um, he looked at it, and like I knew that he. I this crossed my mind that maybe we wouldn't, we wouldn't be allowed to bring him in, and um, he uh, he looked at him and then like he like he because he was just like the checker guy and then there was like a main security guy behind the uh, security you know uh, walk through things that you do the uh, whatever and so like um, he's he like he he goes to hand him to the guy or like to show it to the guy and so I kind of got out in front of it and I'm like oh yeah those are for a friend. Um, and uh, he's like, oh, he, he didn't even respond to that, I think. And he showed the guy, he's like, hey, what about flyers? And he asked the security guard that. And uh, and he's like, he's, he goes like, uh, well, uh, are you handing them out? And I'm like, no, 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 they're for a friend. We're meeting <laughs> yeah. a friend here, uh, so I'm just giving them to him. He's like, he's like, if you hand them out, uh, you'll be escorted off the premises. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. Uh-huh. I said it in a way like, oh, that, that could be interesting, you know? <laughs> um, because, like, yeah, I, 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 it's like... Hey, you, you're out of here, buddy. Yeah. Um, like, I wonder if they would, like, warn me or something, or just, like, instantly I'd be kicked out for, like... And what would it be considered, too? Like, I don't even know. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm sure that they that they don't allow it because, you know, every other person would be bringing in some type of propaganda or yeah, sure. flyer in there to pass out to people, which yeah, is probably sure. why they don't allow it. But yeah. um, they, they don't... That's not something that they specifically say. They're not like, you know, oh, no running onto the field and no handing out, uh, like, postcards <laughs> for your podcast. Yeah, uh, exactly. You'll be, you'll be kicked out. Um, so, it, yeah, so it was odd. I, Jack, I don't necessarily... I mean... I think there are times when I like I even impress myself for like thinking of something on the on the on yeah. the spot. Um, but uh, that one like just kind of came out. Yeah, but. that was good. That was a good lie, Jeremy. I think I would have said if I was in your shoes, I think I would have said, "Oh, we were no, we were going to take these to a bar after the game." Yeah, um, right. You know, and some something <laughs> like that. That's what I would have come up with. And they'd be like, "What bar? There's no bars around here. <laughs> we tore them all down." Yeah. So or they weren't even there to begin with. But yeah, yeah, uh, yeah I know that 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 was also... a, no, that was a good line. You were very believable uh, in saying it. Um, and I I like that. Yeah, security guard, you'll be escorted off the premises. Ooh, escorted off. 
what the premise is. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. you're coming at me with your security guard lingo there, like, yeah. to scare me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, I, I would say, uh, I, the only thing I would say is, like, since there was probably, like, you know, a thousand people there, uh, I, I suppose they could put that sort of attention on one person, like, with, <laughs> a, with a stack of postcards. But, uh, so that was interesting. I felt, like, a very, um, uh, like, I don't know, like aware, like I was, I was just like, I, I was kind of like on my heels right from the start from going through the thing. Actually, you know, another thing that was funny that happened when we went through the gate is that, um, the guy said to me, or like I emptied out of my pockets cause I, I got a little like frazzled, like, like, cause I was like on my heels. Um, and I went through and like my, uh, the thing, the alarm went off, the, the security thing went yeah. off and like, I'm like, I emptied everything out of my pockets and he's like, uh, do you have anything else in your pocket? And he's like, what's that? And he pointed to like, my, I had my wallet. Oh, yeah. Because they say you don't have to take out your wallet. Yeah. You should, I mean, if you don't have any metal in it. No. And he's like, and I'm like, he's like, what's that? And I'm like, uh, my wallet. And he's like, wallet could also do it. Like he said that. Yeah. And he said it in like some kind of weird like way, like like some kind of like klutzy sort of way. Like, oh, a wallet, wallet might also trigger tr- 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 the alarm. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, okay, here you go. And it, like I had a pack of gum with it. So, like, oh, maybe it's the, uh, the, the like the metal wrap yeah. thing on the foil. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. Is it foil or aluminum or whatever? Yeah. Like, like I guess that's what did it because it wasn't my wallet. My wallet is made of gaffer's tape. I made a gaffer's tape wallet myself. Uh, yeah. So it wasn't that. And there were no coins in it. So it was weird. I don't know. Um, but anyway, so we got through security after that. A little bit of a, a dust up, I guess. But then uh, uh, we got to the stadium. And like, Jack, we were getting a lot of good um, uh, material from just like the pre-game like uh, you know, ads on the center field scoreboard, basically. Yeah. Well, you uh, uh, you said there was a good commercial for Apple Vacations. Yeah. Well, there was like they advertised an Apple Vacations trip uh, that you could take with. It's like a cruise or something with, um, you know, with White Sox players. And so, uh-huh. so it, if you take this trip, you will get a chance to like have fun in the sun with uh, Dylan Cease, uh-huh. James McCann, Ozzie Guillen. Ron Kittle and Harold Baines. <laughs> wow. So like, and it's and they they you know detailed all the things. I think it's like you take a cruise to friggin' wherever, like Cozumel or something. Yeah. And like they meet you there or something. So they must fly them directly there because they're not on the cruise itself. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, listen, I love Harold Baines. The guy's taking a lot of hits lately about how he shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, I don't think I want to hang out with Harold Baines. You know, <laughs> right, I, you know, in the Caribbean or something. Right, Ozzy Guillen would be pretty fun. He'd be fun. I yeah. was going to say um, <coughs> yes. And uh, Jim, Jim James McCann, I think, is like a Bible thumper. So I don't know how is he? much okay. fun he would be. Um, Dylan Cease. <coughs> uh, listen, if I'm a White Sox fan, I want Dylan Cease. Like, maybe he doesn't have to play winter ball. No, but, like, I would like. He, he's got to be in Arizona. You yeah, know, throwing I, some pitches. Yes, I would like him to be developing, like you know, uh, some command, a little bit more command. Right. Um, Not being corrupted by Ozzy Guillen. Yeah, exactly. Uh, in a foreign country. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna get him. Like he's gonna. It's gonna be like a Midnight Express situation. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So like, I yeah, I, I don't want to. I don't want Dylan. I want Dylan C's getting ready for the 2020 season. Right. Quite honestly, no, so. for sure. Well, you might finally get to find out what uh, homemade banana ice cream is, though. Uh, if you went, <laughs> if you went with James McCann, that was going to be my, my heckle today, Jeremy. If we, oh, if we, if it wasn't raining and we yeah. sat close enough, I was going to y- yell at James McCann. I was going to say, "Hey, homemade banana ice cream sucks." <laughs> yeah, right. would have. I wonder if he would have turned around at that, or just asked him to like, you know, "Hey, you got any homemade banana ice cream in the dugout, James?" Right. Yeah, you know, yeah, just 
every time he gets at bat, just uh, <laughs> uh, you know something else when he's in the on deck circle. Um, oh. So another thing that happened uh, was that we always seem to miss was uh, they showed the ad <laughs> like for. Uh, hashtag socks game day yeah. pictures. Yeah. So we finally got the hashtag, um, and we got it early enough to do something about it. Um, so we took a picture. We did post it on on our Instagram, so you can you can see that at uh, at Rain Delay Pod on Instagram. Yeah. Um, but uh, we man, we were all set. We like had the hashtag and everything. We put it on the Instagram and the Twitter, so it would get up on the big screen. We were both like ready with our phones to take a picture of it when we got it. When they threw it up there, and then the friggin' rain happened, and it never it never happened. No, it never did. We we were curious as to whether or not we were going to get on because we had uh, both neither of us was wearing any White Sox gear. Um, yeah. Right. Exactly. So, Jack, you're wearing your Brewers uh, hat, and you had you had you had a big grin on your face in the picture, Jack. I felt like this is a this is the image of a a fan of a Brewers fan who just eliminated the Cubs and like you know right making the playoffs. Yeah, for a second uh, year in a sit- row. who was sitting in the in the catbird seat as yeah. they as they say. Exactly. So, um, they'll as, probably as Hawk Harrelson would say. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, go on. Right. Sorry, they'll probably show that tomorrow when we're not there. Right, um, which, is yeah. a bu- which is a super bummer, but uh-huh. uh, but, but yeah, we were thinking, you know, how many how many people are actually going to do this today? Right, the they Sox game day. They're not going to have that many to pick from. No, so, like we will make it. So and yeah. it just that added even more insult to injury. Um, but uh, so Jack, I heard another thing. Yeah, um, when we were sitting, so we sat again in our panted like twenty fifth row or whatever twenty fourth row. Um, this time it was strategic because it, it's the one of the few. It's like one of three rows I think that are actually. Covered by an overhang. Yeah, so pretty much everybody who was at the park, uh, for the most part, was sitting under those three rows, like or in those three rows, for the most part. Yeah. When the game was going on, there were people scattered throughout the uh, the, the grandstand. Yeah, so. yeah, and like it it didn't rain for most of the game, like like no. for the first three and a half innings or whatever. Um, it wasn't raining. It, it maybe rained briefly at one point, but then stopped again. Mm-hmm. But before the game even started. Um, there we were. There was you know a, a, a handful of people sitting in this general area under the underhang, and there was some like fucking meathead guy, White Sox guy, um, classic White Sox guy, uh, walking up uh, <laughs> to the concourse to get another beer or something. And he like looked at some of the guys in like the back three rows, and he's like, "Hey, uh, plenty of good seats in the front row." He's like, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna upgrade you, you know." Plenty of seats up there. Go have at it or whatever. And like two of the guys, like you know, nudged each other. And like <laughs> he's gonna upgrade us. <laughs> yeah, right. And it's like, I mean, at first I was like, I don't know. Maybe I was the one with the, the stick up my butt or something. But I'm yeah. like, in my mind, I'm like, yeah, they're sitting there because it's not because they don't want to because they don't feel entitled to sit up there. It's like it's because it's gonna rain or it's, <laughs> or it's raining. And like the guy, I mean, I guess that's I guess the guy was saying that also. But it really just seemed like he was like maybe like. Hassling the people for not moving up closer or whatever. Right. Well, it, Jeremy, it's like that. Uh, it's like that one time last year where, when we were in the uh, the bathroom, or the men's, uh-huh. the men's bathroom at, at Guaranteed Rate Field, and some guy like he, uh, you know, wasn't didn't obey the bathroom etiquette, and he like cut in line and went to a stall like from an opposite direction, and uh-huh. then everybody heckled him. Oh yeah. And then right. when he was going back, he like pointed to his head, <laughs> like he was real smart. Right. You know, like he was That's being right. real smart. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and this is kind of the same thing, you know. Some guys like you know moves down there and is ah yeah, pointing right. his head, but it's like it's gonna fucking rain, dude. Like yeah, you're not exactly. you're not the smart one in this scenario. Yeah, exactly. Um. So yeah, there you there you go. So yeah, that was pretty dumb. Yeah. yeah. So um uh and then uh at some point like uh they did take the tarp off the field. This is still the game hadn't started yet. 
Um, the ground crews started taking the tarp off the field. Uh, at one point, like the tarp kind of caught some wind and kind of like blew to the side a little bit. Yeah. And like there was a lady in front of us, and she's like, "Oh, like that, <laughs> like um, you know, like as if it was gonna blow off into the distance, like you know, into the." Uh, right, you know, from nether regions of the of the city. Um, but uh, at one point, uh, Eloy Jimenez and uh, Jose Abreu, who were like like half acidly warming up, like in shallow and center stretching, field, yeah, yeah, with Miguel Cabrera and some other players, um, they they had they were near the edge of the tarp, and they actually grabbed the tarp and helped the uh, players uh, or helped the grounds crew out. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, it was cool. I you know that happened. Was it? I want to say like the Pirates players did it in Philadelphia or something. Like they like the tarp legitimately caught wind and like kind of almost like blew away like crazy style and like a bunch of like players. I think it was the Pirates players like grabbed it because I want to say McCutcheon was part of it. Okay, they all grabbed the the tarp until they could like drive like the tractor on onto the tarp to keep it from blowing off or whatever. Um, but uh, so it's not the first time the players have gotten involved with the tarp. But uh, uh, you know, I thought it was that was cool. It was uh, cool, yeah. They, then they were kind of half clowning too, like and you know, clowning around with the uh, the grounds crew. So yeah, it's yeah. kind of a cool thing for everybody to be a part of. Yeah, I, w- I was going to say like I don't necessarily want to see Eloy Jimenez uh, holding the tarp, you know, and like hurt potentially hurt himself. Right. I mean, yeah, they're they're already making this guy play uh, catch with you know God <laughs> knows who and like yeah. almost getting injured. Like I, now he's got to do the tarp too. Yeah, I know exactly. Like they're really dr- pulling this guy through the ringer uh, yeah. as a rookie. Um, yeah. Maybe he'll maybe he'll want to come back to the Cubs like as long as they promise to not have him do any of those ridiculous things. Right. Um, but uh, but yeah, uh, and then later on, uh, Eloy was signing autographs, which was pretty cool. Yeah, was see, yeah, you don't case. you don't really see a lot of autograph signing uh, anymore these days before Not games. Really. So yeah, it's cool cool of him to do that. It almost made me want to run down there and get his autograph. Yeah, but. yeah, right. We were kind of on the opposite side. Yeah. Um, but another uh, uh, on the on the board uh, promotion that they advertised was Copex uh, Big Cut Sweepstakes. Now, this is another one that I missed, Jeremy. What was what was going you did, on? You missed here? it. Yeah. So basically, it's like they're like. Michael Kopech is growing his hair out, and he'll cut it uh, for charity right before the uh, White Sox Fest or whatever. Okay. So he's growing his hair out, which was long. Wasn't his hair already long to begin with? Yeah, it was long to begin with. So he's going to, I guess he's going to cut it for charity or something. And somehow there's like some sort of sweepstakes, and it's called Kopech's Big Cut. And uh, there's a graphic for it and everything with like a barber, like the red and blue uh, barber spindle thing, whatever, uh, and uh, yeah, so that's a that's a sweepstakes, I guess. I, I don't know, I don't, I didn't really catch the details on how you win, um, but uh, I know, I guess maybe you donate money or something, and you're entered into some sort of sweepstakes. Or okay. Oh, and it's actually, oh, what were the things you could win? You could actually win. It said like, and hang out with Michael Kopech or something. So you get yeah. to hang out with him or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I get, you know, we should enter one of these sweepstakes, Jeremy. It seems like the White Sox are offering a lot of hangouts. Yeah, well, yeah, and it seems like uh, I have a we have a friend. Or I have a friend who like was supposed to be in game two um, tonight, where he won. It's his second contest that he's won this year. Where he's got to be on the field, maybe just a lot. Not a lot of people enter these contests. Yeah, I think so. I think we need to. I think we need to do some just you know just for the good odds of it all. Yeah, next next season. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so there were some first pitches that happened. Uh, there was like this like silver haired like woman like 
Uh, she looked like uh, one of the designing women or something, like, or she looked like Paula Dean actually. Okay. With like the with like the gray hair or whatever, and like some Southern Belle or something. Yeah. She came out and threw through a first pitch. She was just like a fan of the White Sox. I she went all the way to the pitching mound, and I believe I yelled out like, "Come in a little closer." Yeah. Um, it's not a gender thing. It was about her specifically. With like, you know, if you imagine Paula Dean throwing out a first pitch, <laughs> you, you probably would say the same thing. Like, don't go. Don't go all the way. Don't to go the sixty feet six inches. Yeah, and she like she threw it like painfully short. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so after that, uh, we yeah. had the wards. Yeah, we had uh, the wards were uh, the four, ward family. The ward family, uh, four generations of White Sox fans. Yes. Uh, the the el- the eldest and maybe second eldest of which probably saw the fifty nine White Sox in action. Yeah, yeah definitely the the, old, the eldest did for sure. Yeah, um, yeah, he was probably on the wrong side of forty when he uh, when the fifty nine White Sox were playing. Yeah, if if you if you picture like. Um, any four generations of, of of people doing anything, it's it's terribly like just tedious and and because you and just time consuming. And, like, yeah. In a game that like was seconds were ticking away. Yeah. Uh, for potential like rainstorms to come in and to get at least half of this game in to make it official. Uh, yeah. There was the the oldest guy was very old. Yes. And the youngest kid was like friggin' like two years old or something. Yeah. Yeah, and so they had a lot. It, it took a long time to get these people on the field. Yeah, uh, you know, if they if they had gotten these got you know this family on the field, and you know the old man would have thrown the first pitch, and it could have been fast. Yeah. Maybe Grayson Griner's home run would have counted. Yes, maybe they yeah. would have gotten those extra six outs to make the game official. And that's legit. Every, yeah. Any sort of like wasted minute was like a minute taken away from them potentially getting this game official. Yep. So uh, it, it counted. So yeah, maybe I don't know. You know the elder ward. I would watch your back because Grayson Griner might come. You know, knocking at your door. Right. Uh, <laughs> but but anyway, so he threw out the first pitch and uh, he did okay for like a yeah. guy who was probably like a hundred years old. Yeah, or he bo- he bounced it, but it was he, it was fine. Yeah, it, yeah, it went about fifty eight feet. I would say. Well, yeah. I mean, he actually threw it from like halfway from between home plate and, and the mound. But, right. Um, but he did okay for a guy for a you know. An octogenarian plus, uh-huh. uh, let's say. Um, let's see what else. Well, so yeah, it was. Uh, uh, you know, the next thing after the first pitch is they always have somebody like the honorary person who delivers the lineup card. Yeah. With, uh, the whoever, whichever guy from the White Sox is delivering the lineup card that night. Um, uh, Jeremy, this is the one I want to do if we entered the sweepstakes. Yeah, for sure. I, could, because the the thing about this is the person who delivers the lineup card uh, then gets to awkwardly like stand outside of the huddle of umps and the two coaches, yeah. um, like who are going over ground rules and whatever else they talk about. Yeah. Uh, like that 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 person gets to just stand there. They're they're sort of like the. Uh, the, the unpopular person on like the outside of a, a group of people like I, I imagine how Gio Gonzalez uh, is in almost all situations he finds <laughs> yes. himself in yeah um, so yeah it's uh, it's it's weird and like that you know we, Jeremy and I were wondering like if that person um, you know is can, involved is in involved in any way in the conversation yeah. I would certainly try to involve myself yeah for sure there. yeah that would be awesome. Um, it would be awesome, like yeah, to see like um, you know to be with the White Sox and then have the the Tigers guy put out their lineup card. And then you take a look at it and you're like, oh, you're Ben Castro leadoff. What are you crazy? Yeah, yeah right. Did, yeah, did you mix those Castros up? You have one first and one ninth. Like, yeah, you know you got to get get it together. Exactly. Um, 
Yeah, and, and Jeremy, we noticed too that uh, that Joe McEwing, it, I, we think it was Joe McEwing. Uh, it definitely wasn't Rick Renteria. No, it wasn't, <laughs> unless Rick Renteria like, uh, lost 150 pounds uh, somehow. Sure. It was just a little, it was like a small little uh, little guy. Uh, so it was, because uh, I think McEwing is the current bench coach, right? I if think I'm not so. mistaken. So, um, but, but at first I really thought nothing of that, Jeremy, because, you know, a lot of times the bench coach will, will take the lineup. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> yeah. But then uh, during the first pitching, change when Carson Fulmer was removed in the third inning like Joe McEwing came out and like called for the the relief pitcher and we could not find any explanation as to why Rick Renteria was absent from this game yeah or if he was officially like we saw someone I was at at that point then we started looking for him and the dugout and like we're like you know I was like maybe that's him I can't tell because the screen and what and whatnot but um there were there didn't seem to be any sort of like there was like one tweet that said like where's Ricky or something. Oh, was there? There was one. Okay. And like, that, that, I mean, and considering the amount of people that were actually there and people who still care at this point, maybe that's the right ratio. <laughs> uh, but but yeah, so like I I don't know. We don't know, and no one was asking the question, so like no. it'll probably go <laughs> forever unanswered. Right. He um, might have been there, and like he was like, hey, uh, you know, McEwing, I I want you to to, to bring out the uh, you know take do the pitching changes today. I want you to have that experience. It's beautiful. <laughs> just just try it, you know. And like and that was his thing or something. Right. But, well, uh, uh, yeah. so, so, you know, Jeremy, there, there were uh, some Tigers fans seated in front of us. They all had Tigers road jerseys on. Yeah, 80s, 80s era yeah. road jerseys. Uh-huh. There was actually five people, uh, but the three guys in front of us were, were pretty vocal early on. And, like, I think it's funny because I could think that they were trying to, like, really represent, like, Tigers, like, Tigers fandom. And, like, if they only knew they were sitting in front of us. That was wasted energy. Oh, yeah. Um, if anything, I, they just looked like doofuses. Yeah, I mean, if, if you're loudly rooting for a team, uh, even ironically, that's lost 112 games uh-huh. and you're at a road game and you're, yeah. like, loudly rooting for them, like, you're a, you're a loser. Like, <laughs> you, should be, you should be, like, uh, up in arms about how bad this team is. And you yeah. should be, like, I, they, okay, they've already clinched the number one draft pick for next year. So it does it doesn't matter yeah. how many what what they do at this point. But still, like I'm not going to cheer uh, a, a team that's lost 112 games even if they're my team. Like, yeah. you know, I'm just going to sit there and be and be pissed off the whole game. The very first play, uh Harold Castro like singled to shallow right field and like just right right after he made contact, they were like, "Yeah!" Yeah, as if he like ripped like a double into the gap. They <laughs> right. were like so sure it was a hit. And like it hung up there, and like uh, was, who was the, I think it was Cordell, Cordell in right field. Yeah, yeah, like he uh, he almost got yeah, it. Yeah, he like could have had a play on it. Praying that he caught it. That would yeah. have been so awesome. Uh, but uh, yeah, so they were all wearing jerseys. They they were wearing uh, from left to right as we were looking. It was Jack Morris, mm-hmm. Sparky Anderson, and Alan Trammell. Yep. Yeah. Um, so so yeah, they were just being loud, and then like when the White Sox came back and scored two, they like clammed the hell up. Yeah. Uh, but I, again, I think it's just funny that like they couldn't have phased us any less. No. No. <laughs> and and it seems like they were trying to like get in the heads of people around them or whatever. Definitely. Uh, one thing that was funny about that group of people though was on the left side there was uh, just to the left of Jack Morris was like a girl, and to the left of her was another kid. And he had his like arm around her, like it would. So that was like his girlfriend. Uh, but that kid looked like it's funny because like I only saw the back of his head, and he looked like he was like maybe like twelve years old. Yeah. Um. He, when he turned his head, I'm like, oh, he's 
older. Right. Um, but uh, it was really funny. And, like, it felt, he felt it's it, the way that he looked with his arm around her, it made it seem like he was like, oh, I got to I gotta put my arm around her so everyone knows that she's mine or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, so Sparky Anderson doesn't steal her away from me. Right. Uh, but, uh, uh, yeah, it no, funny it's funny, scene. though, too, because he was not <laughs> wearing a jersey. You yeah. Know? It's like he hadn't gotten old enough. To, to, to wear one apparently yeah I, yeah they don't make they don't make those throwback jerseys and for in kids little kids sizes. yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> so um, speaking of kids uh you know i a fall a fall ball came kind of near our section yeah uh it it, it was a meat slap situation folks yeah. uh, an older gentleman tried to catch it and it, it it ricocheted off of his hand uh, but fell right next to him. Yeah. So he didn't he didn't make the play, but the ball fell right next to him, and he got the ball. But then he gave it to a, a little kid who was probably about five years old uh, in the row behind him, uh, yeah. and which got a nice applause from everybody in the section but us. Yeah, yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah, we're not going to cheer for that. Like, no. That old man should have kept that ball. <laughs> I think so. That little kid did look excited. Yeah, probably made he, his day. Yeah, but he also doesn't know what happened he doesn't know what happened and he didn't get the ball he's got nothing to be proud of yeah for this moment well he he, he just that ball could just be like a fisher price rubber ball or something right for all he's concerned for all, for all he knows yeah. yeah um but uh it was funny when everyone did cheer loudly for the guy and the guy went like he went like that he like he's like he like waved his hands away he's like ah whatever like ah oh, right. shucks whatever right. you know yeah uh it's just kind of funny um but, uh, Jack, the, the alarming thing about that for me is that I had my head down. I was actually writing the, the note about Grayson Griner being a catcher. Um, and, like, I didn't know that that ball happened at all. I heard, yep. like, a, a, a whap. I think sound. I yelled, Jeremy. Or so, you did? Did, you, did you hear me? <laughs> no, okay, no, no. you didn't hear that. Yeah, I no. yelled, Jeremy, look. Yeah. I was too busy writing a snide comment about Grayson Griner. <laughs> so I could have been killed, uh, you know. Right, even with all that netting. Yeah, right. Well, uh, yeah, I don't... I, so how did it go behind... Was it just like... It was like a line drive. So yeah. back, it just ba- it just cleared the top of the, yeah, the it, net. Yeah, it just cleared the top of the net. Um, it was... Uh, yeah, I mean, it was a pretty hard hit ball, too. It, it went right back there, um, yeah. which is all the more reason why the guy should have kept the ball, because, like, that, that meat slap couldn't have... It couldn't have felt too good. No, for sure. Um, but, yeah, so, you know, that, that guy got a nice round of applause, and, you know, I hope he... Uh, I, I hope he feels good about that, because, you know, that... The, he'll never get the ball back. Yeah, maybe he has one already. He was an older guy, so maybe he yeah, already yeah. has one. Right. He's got one from like Mickey Mantle or something. <laughs> um, so, Jack, uh, this is a milestone for yeah. the podcast. Um, the much maligned, much talked about, much uh, ballyhooed, uh, much trashed big fly game mm-hmm. uh we participate i participated well, you participated in it, in it. yeah yeah uh, under the uh, uh name uh, handle rain delay or rain Dell. Yeah, uh, yeah because there was only so many characters yeah i wanted to make it at rain delay pod so people maybe you could see it and check it out right but i couldn't do it so it's rain Dell, which mm-hmm. Maybe people might think it was like Randall or something like sure in some weird spelling of it, right? Uh, but yes, so uh, I logged in like when the whole stadium plays, and I still don't understand how they align it to where everyone's playing the same game at once. Yeah, um, but because you can only access it through the White Sox the ballpark app, so maybe that's how. But like you can play it at any time in the game, so I don't know. But uh, but anyway, I was playing. And uh, we, I was on the leaderboard. They showed, like, the top ten on the right side, right? And so, like, I was in there at some point. I was creeping up there. 
But uh, at the end, I, I fell out of the, the leaderboard, and uh, I was able to look at my phone, and I finished uh, 12th place. Yeah, so, which, is, which isn't bad, Jeremy. Uh, yeah. You know, it, it would have been nice if you could have gotten in the top 10, because I think they show the top 10 on the big scoreboard. Yeah, it holds up there for like a little bit, so yeah. maybe people could have saw it. But, uh, but yeah, so, um, you know. Not bad. We, now, we don't know if that's 12 out of 12 guys uh, who, who were playing it in the that, stadium. It very likely could have been. But, but, uh, uh, but yeah, you know, kudos to, to Jeremy for, for playing the game. We got our first hashtag Sox game day and the first big fly. Yeah, so. at some point, Jack, you go to enough of these games and, uh, and you make fun of the things enough, and then at some point you become part of it. You know? <laughs> and so that's what happened today. And luckily the season is ending and we'll have some time to, you know, harden our calluses and you know go back to ripping all these things instead of participating in them right um one thing that uh nobody got to participate (laughs) in was the so they do a a section called fan feud um basically what it is it's a it's a riff on uh on family feud um where they'll they'll have a player answer survey questions but they also show like a fan on the other scoreboard who yeah. uh, who you would think was maybe going to have to like answer the same survey questions? Yeah, well, like on the f- is it the final showdown or something? I forgot what they call it. Like yeah. on the actual show, Family Feud, but it's like yeah, there's like five categories, and like the two family members, like one they take turns, one's in like an isolation booth, and they try to like answer, uh, you know, out of 100 people surveyed, who said this, and they try to get to 200 points. So this was only like one minute. And the fan watched as Tim Anderson as Tim Anderson answered like the five questions, and he had to get to a hundred points. Uh huh. And he had this fan had no participation whatsoever. He no. just watched Tim Anderson, and either he won or he didn't win based on how, what Tim Anderson did. Um, and the questions were good. It was like, what uh, is Chicago known for? What What do baseball players do in the dugout? Yeah. Uh, his answer was eat seeds. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, my question is like, who, who are they polling for these? Like, yeah, true. I mean, because like each seed's got twenty-two, so like, did they poll baseball players? <laughs> yeah, right. It's not something I would have said, um, uh, like for my for my answer, you know. And twenty-two people said each seeds. <clears throat> yeah, I know. So that's a little suspect. Yeah, did they did they like poll people like fans in the stands? Yeah, I don't like, know. Who, who, uh, who? Yeah, like who were the uh, uh, subjects for this poll? I, yeah. I don't know. The questions were good. Um, yeah, yeah. It would have been it would have been something I would have been uh, excited to participate in. Right. Um, but I just had a, I would have had to just watch Tim Anderson make <laughs> a break. Uh, right. You know, the win. So um, so yeah, uh, they did a uh, they they honored a veteran again mm-hmm. and. Uh, you know, maybe uh, it was uh, the elder Ward's uh, ex-fling or something. Right. You know, they, they, were, they probably went to high school about the same time. Yeah. Uh, the the vet was this old, uh, yeah, it seems like cruel to say old or something, but no. like uh, she was a 102-year-old veteran of World War II. Yeah. Uh, uh, a woman who I forgot what exactly her like roles were or whatever, but um, but she was uh, she was uh, in about the shape of a hundred and two year old person <laughs> that you would expect. Yes, uh, she looked all every bit of that hundred and two <laughs> years old, I guess. Um, and uh, I mean, I think at some point when people were cheering for her, she did smile a little bit, which was kind of heartwarming. Yeah, uh, and and it seems like uh, this time she was closer to home plate. Uh, it seems like Daryl Boston did hang back a little longer than uh, he usually likes to. Well, who was the other coach who got in with Nick Capra, right? Yeah, Nick Capra. Yeah. So it it seems like 
Boston gave her a little more breathing room than Capra gives the other people. Yes. He did come in and hand her something. I don't know what it was. It looked like a wristband or something. <laughs> I don't know what the hell yeah, it was. It, yeah. But uh, um, and she like looked at it like, did thus taking her attention away from the people cheering for her. Right. But uh, but yeah. So it was interesting that we talked about how sometimes it's Daryl Boston and then today it was Daryl Boston. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was pretty crazy. Like, uh, what's yeah. that pitching coach's name on the Mets? Um, oh, Phil Regan. Phil Regan. Yeah, yeah he's eighty-two. So yeah, that, yeah. there's you know, when you think about it, there's really not that much of a difference. And I mean, Phil Regan's hitting balls with a fungo bat. Yeah, true. So, so you know, who, who knows? Uh, Phil Regan probably like thinks that that lady's old. Like, <laughs> yeah. Where the hell is this hundred and two-year-old <laughs> ancient mummy or something? <laughs> but uh, so um, another cool thing that happened: the the coach, uh, uh, no, not the coach, the starting pitcher of the Tigers uh, tonight was uh matt hall a guy mm-hmm. named matt hall um and at some point um i saw this woman earlier uh but at some point she turned around and talked to the uh tigers kids uh and they were cheering for tigers or something and she turned around and she said something like were you cheering for so and so and they're like oh yeah or like yeah you were cheering for him and they're like oh yeah yeah and she's like good that's my son and uh then she like got up and walked away and then the, the guys were all looking at each other like, oh, what? What? Yeah, and like, Matt they're Hall. Like, they're like, Matt Hall. And yeah. like, as if they didn't know that that's who started the game, even right. though this was like already, he had already been out of the game for an inning. But, and then they like looked on their phone and like, oh, Matt Hall, Matt Hall. They're like looking him up or something. Yeah. And it's like, what, like, what did you, you're such super fans. I figured you, you'd have the whole scouting report about Matt Hall. Um, <laughs> but it was Matt Hall's mom, which was pretty cool. Yep. And, um, that was confirmed because later on in the game, uh, she was led down to the uh, like the section right by uh, the the Tigers' dugout, and uh, a White Sox security guard like kind of opened the netting up a little bit so she could l- reach over and like talk to her son. And yeah, he hugged her and everything, and it was like a cool moment, seemingly for the Hall family. The, the dad was there as well. Yeah, at some point they Two went generations of Hall. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, and uh, they uh, they were over there uh, talking to him, and like one of the like younger White Sox usher kids like went down there and kind of like said something to him and I think he was like trying to chase him out or something initially even though they were with another Sox person so I don't know maybe he was like seeing if he could assist them or something but I was like what a little punk like yeah why is he sticking his nose into this um yeah and like the 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 Sox guy who was hanging out by the Tigers dugout that was clearly like one of the actual security guards yeah yeah. this kid was just one of like the ushers who stands at the top of the uh and checks tickets yeah and checks tickets but like as if like they're gonna just walk like just some random fans gonna walk down there and and open the net and then like try to talk to a Tigers right like clearly this is a family member Right, um, especially so I, since there's a t- the Tigers players out there talking with her. Yeah, and gave her a hug. Yeah, and they're looking at their phone together. So it was weird. Uh, uh, but but yeah. So uh, and, uh, and really... Jeremy, th- and this is a lesson for us. It's like, hey, you know, I'm sure at, at at some point, like you know, one of us called Matt Hall a piece of shit, like throughout that <laughs> throughout that game. It's like, hey, man, you yeah. never know if the guy's mom is going to be sitting right there, right? You know. Yeah, it's um, true. I was at a game uh, in 2017, I want to say, and uh, I was really ragging on Tyler Glass now. Yeah, and uh, I was. It became apparent to me 
later, like it happening later, that I'm pretty sure his family was sitting right in front of me. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, wow. um, but talk, uh, foot in, talk about having your foot in your mouth. Yeah, you exactly. Know? I did try to, you know, I might have said to my friend, like, oh, he is, uh, has a lot of good pros- promise or something. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. But, well, uh, he's, but anyway. yeah, you know, the Rays are happy to have him now. Yeah, he's actually doing good this year and yeah. he's back now uh so um so yeah so that happened jeremy uh, you you heard something in the bathroom that i only wish i could have been there for. yeah yeah so um so at this point where matt hall's mom came down the, the rain delay was going on and it, it had actually dried up a little bit but uh the rain delay was in full effect uh, i got up to use the bathroom and uh, as we've talked about before like the bathroom is a friggin' gold mine at the White, especially at the White Sox games, oh, yeah. uh, just to get some material. And uh, so I was uh, there. I was maybe using the facilities, uh, the the uh, the urinals, and um, there were only two other guys in there with me. And uh, these two guys were um, <laughs> they they were in the they were both using the urinals. And one guy says to the other guy, like, "So uh, you think they're gonna play ball?" And he's like, "Or you think they're gonna call it?" And uh, the guy goes, "What?" He's like, you think they're gonna call it? And he's like, oh man. He's like, you know, uh, not until they, they they can't call until the Sox score a couple more runs. And then the guy goes, the guy goes, oh well, uh, no, if the, it'll be a wash if they call it now. He's like, no man, and no. And he's like, no no no, it would be, it'd be, you know, uh, it, it's not official. And it's got to be five innings. And uh, the guy goes like, no man, four innings. And he's like, no no no, I'm pretty sure it's five, you know. And uh, he's like, no, no, man, it's four. It's always been four. You know, like, no, no, he's like, that's not true. It's always been four. As long as I can remember, it's always been four. And then, then like a third guy c- comes in, and they're like, right, right, isn't it four innings? And the guy goes, no, 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 five and a half. And they both go five and a half. <laughs> and like, and and they're, they're, they just go back and forth, like, no, man, it's four. Like whatever they told you, that's 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 crap. That that ain't right. It's four. It's four. And like they actually, and at some point. It, I like kind of like leaned back and was started like laughing and smiling at these guys because yeah. like it was so funny. Yeah. Um, and then they took their they took the conversation outside and I went outside after them and they were still going back and forth They're like oh it's four four and a half four five like and so I think I'm not even sure if anyone ever said four and a half but like the guy who said five and a half is totally out out of it but the the the. So so that happened and like and I'm like I I can't like write this fast like I'm not like a court stenographer like I can't take all these notes this quickly so I just grabbed my phone and I started recording voice a voice memo and I was re, I was reciting basically what I just said like I was that was the best way that I could get down the the blow by blow of this fucking ridiculous conversation that was happening um and I was standing there talking and the guys were to my left and then the guy who said four uh four innings he walks over in front of me, and and the people to my right were his family. And he's like, "Hey, uh, so these guys are telling me that it's you know it's five innings, not four. Yeah. And then he's like, "I don't know, man." And like they were just completely perplexed. The I, the uh, the underscore to this whole thing is that the game was only three and a half innings. <laughs> yeah. So it still wouldn't even if it had been four innings, it still wouldn't have been official because they yeah. only played three and a half. The game got uh, it got called in the, with the, what no outs in the bottom of the third inning, I think. Uh, yeah, bottom of the fourth. Uh, yeah, bottom was, of the fourth. Yeah, they yeah. walked McCann and then Yomer was up, I think, and then they called it. What's funny is that right when the rain delay uh, happened, some guy in our section yelled, "Ah, you got to play six innings." Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Right. that's right. I forgot about that. Which, yeah, which begs, begs the question, Jeremy, what? percentage of the people who were there tonight uh, thought that this game counted 
<laughs> yeah, and like probably still do. Like walked away. Like, yep. Oh man, we saw Sox lose a yeah. loss tonight. You know. Uh, no, I mean, yeah. What percentage of the people in that in that building uh, knew the rule? Like knew knew the rules of baseball. Definitely less than half. I think. Oh God, yes, absolutely. <laughs> like so. Yeah, and I, honestly, Jack, I think the guy who said that, the six-inning thing, was the uh, same guy who said, plenty of good seats down there, because uh-huh. he um, he came back a second time during the rain delay and said the same thing again. He's like, hey, plenty of seats in the front row, you know, you can upgrade, you know, everyone can upgrade. Yeah. And, like, I'm pretty sure he said, I'm pretty sure he's the guy who said, gotta play six, gotta get six in, or whatever. Uh, so it was just, uh, yeah, oh man. So Jeremy, you know, this int- uh, this is interesting to me now because I hadn't thought about this uh, at the game. So right when they called the game, it was probably about 6.30, 7 o'clock when they, when uh-huh. they eventually called the game. And so they, they make a, uh, uh, they, they put it up on the scoreboard, but also the public addresser, address announcer says, uh, what he said was, uh, tonight's doubleheader uh, has been canceled. Uh, it will be made up as part of a straight doubleheader tomorrow starting at 2.40. The teams will also play uh, their regularly scheduled game at 2.30 p.m. on Sunday. The clubs. The clubs. They said the clubs. Uh, yeah, and so they, they said that the Sunday thing, and then they said uh, th- these clubs will, each club will be scheduled to play 161 games this season. Yeah. So it was very carefully worded yes. to not say that what well, everything you saw that happened tonight did not count. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They did not say that. No. They said it in a very confusing way that only people like you and me and people who like actually know things about baseball would understand yeah. that this didn't count. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They so probably the the reason for that is uh, Jeremy, uh, at when as we were walking out, we saw a guest relations person yeah. like talking to a bunch of people, um, you know, who who told them that like you know their ticket would be good for a uh, a voucher for however much it was at face value. Yeah. Um, I guarantee you that if they would have put up on the scoreboard, uh, nothing you saw tonight counted. Yeah. Uh, every single person would have tried to get their money back. Yeah, or even just if they would have said like, um, you hey. Everyone, you're entitled to some money here. Like, right. you're entitled to like compensation here. Mm-hmm. Yes. Then, like, everyone would be like, oh, yeah, all right. Well, let me get uh, two for the Yankees, you know? Right. Like, yeah. Like, and, like, like, just talking to like an usher and saying, like, yeah, yeah, give me, you know, hook me up with two tickets or whatever. It's like, no, that's not how it works, you know? Right. Like, yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so that was a mess. Um, but yeah, I, I was wondering, like, why they don't make that announcement. That's probably just like, yeah, to just try to weed out the people who, like, maybe don't know like or, just right get them out of there or something but yeah. uh but yeah so yeah it was funny uh this there was kind of a mob scene around uh guest relations, guest relations yeah. and uh, this lady was explaining it to everyone she probably explained it like like 20 times uh the same thing she probably had to say the same thing over 20 times yeah um before that happened jack though the reason why i wanted to say that that they said the clubs first of all that that announcement was like crazy it was like it was so specifically worded and like it's like exactly exactly like you said like the information was disseminated in a certain order yeah the wording was very specific like i don't know why they had to say it but it's like the cubs the clubs will now play uh two or there are now scheduled to play 161 games for the season yep um but they did say like uh you know this game will be made up when the clubs meet tomorrow to play a doubleheader or something like that and they said the clubs and twice Someone said the Cubs, <laughs> <laughs> and so like, um, yeah, like I heard it, 
and the very first time, and I was like, did he say the Cubs? But like, you know, I know better. And like they did, it. and then I looked at the 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 writing on the 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 text on the scoreboard, and it said the clubs. I'm like, okay. And then they repeated the announcement a second time, and um, the a guy goes like the clubs or the the Cubs, and it's like <laughs> Jesus, man! Like no one say the, the public address announcer didn't accidentally say the Cubs. That's not what happened. Stop thinking that that's what happened. It's not. Just go home. Yeah. Just get a towel and go home. Uh, it was ridiculous. So yeah, and and yeah. hey, you know what? The Cubs have lost nine games in a row. Like I understand it, it offends your uh, delicate sensibilities as a White Sox fan if the Cubs are you know brought up within these hallowed grounds. Yeah, but like just uh, you know just chill out, dude. Yeah, like, nobody mentioned the Cubs here. Yeah, Eloy is doing good. Like it, it's very clear that they won the uh, that trade. The, the trade, yeah. Like maybe it was like looking a little spotty at first, but uh, but no, like. You can relax, White Sox. You know? <laughs> Neither team is going to make the playoffs this year, so you can you can rest your head on that if you want. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah. So yeah, the guest we on the way out, the guest relations well, lady was funny. I don't know if you you heard uh, the like the lady say this, but like somebody was asking her, she's like like they they asked, uh, oh, can we just you know can we redeem this for for any game? And she's like, oh yeah yeah, we're not we're not selling out. Yeah yeah. Like, uh, well, and then did you hear what she say after that? No. She said, but you know, but hopefully if those if some of those young kids come around. <laughs> and she like crossed her fingers, and it's like, what a company towing the company line. It's like yeah. she was like she's like the Sean Spicer or like the uh, uh, Huckabee Sarah Huckabee Sanders of of uh, the White Sox, putting <laughs> a positive spin on things. Um, but yeah, so uh, so yeah, so that was a whole thing. Yeah, whatever. Um, and there were more unhappy people on the way out. Yep. Uh, we we must say like we so we decided to. Um, Take a very specific exit, uh, which is near the White Sox like gift shop or whatever it is, yeah, the, like the big Chicago Chicagoland Sports headquarters or whatever it's called. Yeah, and the reason we did, we did that tonight uh, specifically was because that's the closest uh, exit to the train station yep. uh, that we were gonna we were gonna take the train home to the north side, and it was raining out, raining. so it was that was the easiest way for us to stay dry was to go out that exit. Yeah, there was a realization at some point that like oh. This it's raining. We're gonna get caught in this rain, and uh, we're gonna have to leave in this in this rain. So we tried to yeah have the closest route to the stadium or to the to the uh, train. Uh, and as we're walking by, there's like a you go about right before you go down the ramp. There's like a doorway that leads into the gift shop, um, and you can cut through there and buy a. You know, uh, whatever, a Dylan C. Shirzy or something on your way out, or a Maglio Ordonia's discount teddy bear or something. Right. Um, and so we walk by, and like, there's two people standing, there's two people like at the door um, and looking in. And like, I walked by and I looked, and like, there were like workers standing there, but clearly the shop was closed. Um, and some woman uh, is like yelling, and she's like, she's like, beating on the door she's like beating on the on the on the glass door and she's saying like they said we could return this they said we could return this sharp like come on what are you what are you doing like they said we could return this <laughs> and, and and meanwhile <coughs> these uh these 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 employees are just standing on the other side of the door looking at her yeah they're yeah. making no move to open the door no no, because, and they're, you know, yeah, if, if you ever try to get into a, a store, like, they'll, like, look at you maybe once and, like, shake their head or something. And then most people just 
turn around and walk away or like they'll maybe make one plea like please come on and like they'll you know the worker will shake their head no and then you turn around and walk away but this woman was not leaving and she's banging on the door and she's like they said we can return this shirt and it's like what what happened on the first end of this transaction did she did she say like yeah I'll, i'll pick up this shirt but i may want to return it so you better stay open i don't know and so like there, so she's she would not leave. No, and finally, and it, finally, like some kid comes up to the door, and he starts like he has to like take this like you know the the, the like the cue thing, the same thing that, that our poor uh, Asian friend hit his knee on, right? In uh, oh the, the stanchion, Yankee, yeah, yeah, the stanchion in the Yankees episode, right? Um, they had to take that one of those down because they had already <laughs> blocked off the door, and he's like kind of looking back at his coworkers, and he's saying like. Uh, so I'm the one who's got to do this or something. And so he comes over there and usually what happens then is like they open the door a crack and they're like, can I help you? And, you know, but I have to imagine they heard this lady screaming through the, <laughs> for the, through the glass door. Right. And like, so he opens the door like a little bit and she just goes right in. Yep. Uh, and she just like heads right in. She doesn't even tell him what they're doing. She just goes right in. So, but who knows, like the, the systems could have been shut down and she goes down there and like, they're like, yeah, we can't take this because our system is shut down right yeah um and it's like they the the, the workers who were just all, like all kids in their 20s i think they were all just like eh, what are we gonna do we can't stop her like why, right. why even bother and so i don't I, i'd be interested to see what happened uh as, as a result of that but uh we we won't be able to know that jack you did suggest like we hang around though to see how it all resolved itself yep at yeah. least on the outside and yes in pretty quick fashion, they they finally let her in, and she she went in there. So we were only there for like ten seconds or something. Yeah, yeah, and I wonder who the uh, who the she was that this lady was referring to. Like yeah, maybe right. it was the guest relations lady. I don't know. You know, like oh well, well, what if it's closed? Oh yeah, no, just just pound on the door and yell as loudly as you can till they let you in. It'll be fine. Yeah, like a crazy person. I remember right. the crazier the better. <laughs> but yeah, no, but I'm thinking like she bought it initially, and she was like, I might want to return this thing. Yeah, so, like. like yeah, what I mean, what was the problem with the shirt? Like, I wonder, I wonder what she what she bought. Like, did it just not fit her, or did she just decide she didn't like it? Or like, yeah, she was bringing it back to someone who was not with her, and she's like, in case it doesn't fit, I need to return it or something. Right. I don't know. Uh, I, this woman seemed a little crazy. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyway, uh, and then immediately after that, we started walking down the the steps, and the dad and like a little kid like went up to the thing and they tried to get in and they couldn't get in <clears throat> and the, the dad started he's like there was a lady standing right over here with the stroller i told you yeah and he's yelling at this fucking little kid <laughs> it's like what do you do what what are you doing like do you feel better like does did this kid like do something that he should have learned a lesson or something like what are you yelling at this little kid for and i listen i know we don't have kids jack but like I don't think this is the right way you're supposed to act around kids, and I don't even think that out of frustration you should be driven to yelling at your kid like that. No, especially not at a baseball game. You know, the kid came here expecting to have fun. Like the the game got rained out, and now you're gonna fucking kick the kid while he's down and yell at him. As if, but it's like almost like it's like the dad was yelling at the kid like, "Oh, you told me they'd be open. What, what, (laughs) what the hell, little kid? Like you don't, you didn't know? Like, 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 what the fuck is wrong with these people, man?" insane so uh that was a parting shot of the uh of the day of the game uh, of the season and of the apparently. season yeah we so, will not be back till next spring yeah most likely uh this is it for rain delay theater for the 2019 season yeah it's kind of sad that the sad feeling that i had uh, at the beginning of the game and the way that this game kind of came in and out with a whimper like 
I, it's kind of a sad way to end the season a little bit, but at least we had like some we, we had some things to talk about, so that was nice. We did, yeah. But, uh, but uh, it was a weird ending. That is, I mean, again, you can just draw parallels to the White Sox as an organization, as a franchise. Uh, the, the, this season, hopefully, not too much longer in the future, but like uh, it, it's just you know these experiences that White Sox games are. They're what we've built this podcast. On. <laughs> well, uh, well, folks, we uh, we will be headed to the uh, Catalyst Content Festival in about two weeks. Yeah, um, yeah, a little less than two weeks now, I think. But uh, uh, before that, we'll try to get one more episode out to you. Um, yeah, it should be playoff time at that point, Jack. Uh, while we were recording, I've gotten notifications that the A's and the Rays have clinched playoff uh, spots. Have they? Okay, so the yeah. Indians are out. Yeah, it sounds like it. I didn't know okay. they were on the verge of a limit. But yeah, that makes sense. They were down by two and they lost today, I think. So. Yeah, well, that's what I that's, guess that's what happens when you lose two out of three to the White Sox. Ouch. So, yeah. Um, White Sox playing spoiler. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. That's well, how, how do you like that? Well, uh, yeah, we'll we'll probably try to hit you with one more episode before we go to the festival. But until then, yeah, Jeremy and I are done attending major league games for the 2019 season. But we're not done with the podcast. No, there'll be a lot to come uh, in the future weeks, and who knows? Maybe something crazy might happen. And we might end up at a game. Yeah, who, who knows? A playoff game. Who knows? But until that hap- uh, until next time, folks. I'm Jack Swakowski. and I'm Jeremy Dionisio. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.